0: Welcome to another episode of Turn the Page, the official podcast of Syosset Public Library. I'm Jen, your co-host today, and I'm here with the author of a really exciting and engaging new debut thriller. Could I ask you, uh, could I ask you to introduce yourself and your book, please?
1: Yes, my name is Iris Yamashita, and I'm so happy to be here. Thanks so much for having me here. Um, I am, uh, this is my debut novel, City Under One Roof. Uh, but I did come from the screenwriting world. So I had written a, uh, screenplay called Letters from Iwo Jima, which was directed by Clint Eastwood, and uh, that did get a number of um, Academy nominations, including Best Original Screenplay. So I have had some experience writing before, but this is definitely my first go at writing a book.
0: Mm. Yeah, I love this book and I also love that movie. Um, it's really fantastic. And in addition to, you know, all the things you've just talked about, like you've done so many other interesting things, like you've studied engineering at the University of California and you've studied virtu- uh, virtual reality in Tokyo And as you said, you know, you've written films for Clint Eastwood and, you know, you say on your website that fiction has always been your passion. And I'm wondering how all of these experiences have, you know, shaped uh, your journey toward this book.
1: Well, I've always loved writing. It was always a passion. Um, it was always a hobby and I was always taking classes. Uh, but, you know, I had Asian parents. So, <laughs> so I had to not make that a career in the beginning. It had to be in their eyes, something more practical, which was engineering. And, um, you know, I did I I went all the way to get a master's and in mechanical engineering and um I think I must have just been smarter back then because I don't remember anything about engineering. Um, I I can barely calculate the tip. So, <laughs> so I don't I don't know if engineering plays a part um, in writing, but uh, maybe it did help me develop um sort of this problem solving ethic, you know, like when you stumble into a problem when you're writing and you just think of it kind of logically and how do you solve this problem? M- maybe, you know, I am I might be stretching, but that's, that's what I'm going to say.
0: Hmm. You know, that does make sense to me. And it kind of links to something else I think you mentioned um, in an interview I read, which is that writing starts with a question that needs answering. And like engineering does too, I guess, in a way, you know, and I think that's such an interesting approach to writing. So I'm wondering, like, what was your question with this book, what led you, uh, what was your, 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 you know, galvanizing question for City Under One Roof?
1: Yeah, I always tell my students it, um, it's good to have to start with a question. And it's always good to start with a dead body. (laughs) So maybe even though I hadn't written a murder mystery before, um, that was probably a natural thing in my mind of what makes um, something interesting. Um, the The question for me is uh, that I needed to answer was what kind of people would choose to live in a very remote town that you can only get through, through a tunnel, a one-way, a narrow one-way tunnel and where everyone lives in a single high-rise building? You know, just what... <laughs> Why would you live there? And so, in my fictional town, um, everyone has some kind of secret or they're, you know, running away from something or someone. and um the protagonist as well has a secret. so that that's sort of the 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 premise, the question the questions that need answering.
0: Mm, I love that. Yeah. and there are so many so many great questions at the heart of this book and, you know, so many secrets as you've just said. Um, I'm wondering, you know, when you write a mystery, oftentimes like the, you know, the protagonist, the person solving the mystery is often kind of holding their own secrets as they are trying to investigate the secrets of others. So I'm wondering kind of if you could talk a little bit maybe about where your protagonist came from, how you kind of shaped her and, you know, how, her perspective informs the story if that makes sense
1: yeah uh so i had this great setting you know of this town that feels very claustrophobic because as i said it's um it's all in one building uh and it's uh when there's an avalanche that uh closes the tunnel then you're really stuck there and for my main character my protagonist um I wanted to make her feel very claustrophobic. So there's you know, there's a lot of tunnels, there's the the building, there's tunnels that go underground, there's um, tunnels to get uh, from one place to another. And I just thought, oh, you know, I wanted to give her that sort of claustrophobia uh, feel and something traumatic that would have you know that would have heightened her feeling of claustrophobia and, you know, the idea that you might die, you know, that that was very interesting to me. And so, yeah, the setting helped inform me on how to write the character.
0: Ooh, that's great. Yeah, because the setting is so interesting. Could you talk a little bit more about it? Because uh, from what I understand, it's based on a real place, but you have uh, taken some liberty. So could you talk a little bit about
1: that? Yeah the seed of the idea came um over 20 years ago uh when I had seen a documentary about this the real city the real inspiration um Whittier Alaska uh you know just the idea that everyone lives in one building and that um it's this very chilly place, of course, with uh, 150 miles per hour winds, and the temperatures can dip below 35, 35 below. Um, And, you know, just that chilly feeling really informed um, the idea of a, a cool place and yeah, So it was there in the back of my mind, but I didn't have an actual story to go with the setting until much, much, much later when I was thinking of an idea of, you know, what, what could I um, write? Uh, it actually was an idea for uh, a show first for a streaming series. And I was thinking, um, you know, like a mystery would be great. And then, then I remembered the, um, the setting. And so that's how it all, it all came together. Ooh, that's very interesting. And
0: yeah, I could kind of see how it has that like um, feel of like, you know, uh, like a prestige miniseries in a way because it does have all these like really interesting characters who are, you know, just as compelling as the main character. And they all have these like hidden depths, you know? And I'm wondering like, what was the transition like from writing for the screen to writing a novel?
1: Um, Well, I always wanted to write a novel, but um, in my early days, I could never finish a novel. And I think part of the reason was because I didn't have the discipline, whereas um, a screenplay uh, for a film is much shorter. There's only about 100 pages, 100 to 120 pages, give or take. And there's a lot of white space. So it's a lot easier, you know, it's less time consuming to write a screenplay and so, um, so I switched over to that. But along the way, I learned many tools on crafting a story, um, outlining a story, uh, character arcs, um, what goes into the acts of a of a screenplay. There's there's usually three act structure. Um, television is different, but um, it gave me a lot of tools that helped uh, helped me to go back to writing prose, and um, actually finishing a novel. So I think, you know, writing screenplays definitely helped inform me or uh, teach me some tools. So there, I mean, there are definitely differences, obviously, um, when you're writing a screenplay, you're the writer, and you're just the writer, but there's so many other people involved. And, you know, you're just one piece. Whereas, uh, when you're writing a novel, you have to do—you have to wear many hats. You're the director, you're the cinematographer, you're the costume designer, you're the casting director. You—you know—you wear—you do all of that. And so it, there's a lot more involved, and it's much more torturous to write a novel, I would say. But at the end of the day, it's also much more fulfilling and liberating because you can also. Um, be very original in your ideas whereas in screenwriting a lot of times you're working off of someone else's uh intellectual property like you're adapting a book or you're you know re doing a remake or you're working off of a producer's idea or a news article or something like that hmm.
0: did you find that also um like your day-to-day writing process was different like because it, it occurs to me maybe like I don't have experience in that area but that is writing a screenplay like more structured too like is it does a novel have more like f- you know free space and to move around in or
1: yeah definitely uh, a novel has a lot uh a lot more freedom in the way um it's structured or what where you can go or what you can how many characters you're whose heads you're in so it feels a lot more, again, liberating and you're not constricted by budget constraints or which state has tax credits or <laughs> things like that, or you know working by committee where you know you kind of have your director has their vision or the producer has their vision and the studio has their vision. And you know so there's um, I feel like there's a lot more leeway in writing a novel to go wherever you want to go. So
0: where do you see yourself going next? Do you think you'll return to writing fiction? Do you think you'll return to this
1: world from this book? Yes, I am actually working on the sequel to this book. So I will be revisiting the city of Point Meteor, my fictional town, Um, and I'll have, you'll see some of the same characters, but you'll also meet some new ones. So I'm working on that, but I also still have a foot in the door in Hollywood. So I do have a number of projects that I am working on in Hollywood, but, you know, as to whether they'll get, all the way to production um who knows um i have so many unproduced screenplays where i actually was paid to write the screenplay but you know there's so many levels that you have to pass and so many Mm -hmm. um you know gates you have to get through before it actually goes to production so we'll see but knock on wood that you know you can see some one of them (laughs) (laughs)
0: Least. I <laughs> hopefully hope so. yeah that that gives me one last question actually like how film production kind of compares to book production like is is there less of that like surprise and turmoil along the way when you make a book or is it just as dramatic and
1: <laughs> oh no much much less dramatic in the um in writing a book I would say writing the screenplay itself is much easier but um, to get it to the final production, there are so many layers. Again, there's so many hundreds of people that are involved in producing um, something, whether it's for film or television, and so many um, people who are involved in making decisions or, or um, you know, it's very collaborative too. So you're, you know, you're working with a number of different um, people for the final product. And there's so much money, more money involved in producing something for film or television. Um, I don't think it takes millions of dollars to produce a book. So, mm-hmm. so the book is much more torturous to write. You know, the process is is a lot longer and um, it's a lot harder. But to get it to f- the final product doesn't take quite as many people or as much money. So, in that sense, it's a bit easier. I
0: would mm. say. That's so interesting. And, you know, thank you so much for coming to talk about this book. I I really enjoyed it. And I can't wait for our listeners to get to read it too. And, you know, when you return to this world, I hope that you'd, um, you know, consider coming back to the show because I'm sure that they'll want to hear about the next installment too. (laughs) Oh, I'd love to. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. You're so welcome. Okay, listeners, uh, by the time you're hearing this episode, City Under One Roof will be available at your favorite independent bookstore or library. So please pick it up. I recommend it so, so full-heartedly. This has been Jen in conversation with Iris Yamashita, and it is time to close this chapter. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you so much.
1: (laughs) It's time to close this chapter of Turn the Page. Join
0: us for the next episode.